There are no bad days here at Wishing Well. Only happy days. Open wide, Gregory. It is a happy day. Now he's out, rehabilitated with a brand new job. Here you go. I'd like to buy a gallon of your, uh, hard pack. Next. You didn't say please. Did you see little Roger Smith today? He was at the park. Why? We got a missing kid. His ice cream has a secret ingredient. What the hell is that ice cream dork doing out this late? What's your favorite flavor? Wow. Always oh, so kind to the little children. I brought you something special. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds yummy. There's something weird. Hiya, honey. Not every day is a happy, happy, happy day. Spent the last 20 at some private clinic called Wishing Well for the Mentally Disturbed. We believe in compassion. Shut up! Oh, it's the Wishing Well Hospital. Get some people down here quick. No one leaves the Wishing Well. Doctor's orders! <laughs> Even with a head start, there's no escape. <laughs> But you can't hide from the ice cream man. Let us pray. Starring Olivia Hussey, Jan Michael Vincent, Sandal Bergman, David Naughton, David Warner, and Clint Howard as the ice cream man. This is gonna be fun. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Christopher. And I'm Mitch. And we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. Hello. Hello. I don't know why I did that thing uh, at the beginning, but I did. That's fine. Yeah. Um, hi. It's very, very hot. <laughs> As anyone in North America, well, not anyone, most people in North America will be able to tell you. It is a heat wave, and even though I feel like every year I say this, it is hotter than ever before. I think it feels like 42 today. Which what is, is that in Fahrenheit? A million degrees. A million degrees. I don't know. I'm sorry, uh, but it's so it like, hot. It's close to 100, right? I would expect so. I can't really remember. It doesn't matter. We never use it. We never ever use the it. The only people that use it are like my grandparents. Yeah. The other day when I was talking to my grandmother on the phone, mm -hmm. she asked what the temperature was and I said it in Celsius and she was like, what's that in Fahrenheit? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And she was like, oh, were you in school when they changed it? And I was like, after. No. Long after. Yeah. Because I think it happened in 1975. So yeah. Like, I remember. It was quite a while. I remember finding in like <laughs> old boxes in my parents' basement, some of the like, we're switching to metric. Like nice. really old plastic That's rulers awesome. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So when selected the movie today, I really tried to keep that in mind. Um, Excellent. The heat. That you know, is. ice not, cream. Not metric. I really wanted ice cream yesterday. Yes. You gifted me ice cream. It was great. Anytime. Yeah. 
Netflix and chilled from Ben and Jerry's. Honestly, pretty great. Delicious. Pretty great. Yeah. Got that salty pretzel mm-hmm. stuff. Anyway, today we're talking about Ice Cream Man from 1995. Wow, what a hot garbage yeah i did not care for it uh this was the first time that i had watched it but it was always one of those movies when i went into the video store as a kid that i would like see the cover of Mm -hmm. and i'd be like oh i want to see that movie but we never got it interesting yeah can you inform me as to what the color cover looked like it's like him holding a ice cream cone Mm -hmm. but but the ice cream cone is a skull Yeah, does not appear in the movie. I thought for sure at one point it would appear in the movie. Oh my god! I know. I, there, I guess there is one scene with a human head on a giant waffle cone. There's a few scenes of those. Oh, interesting. Like nice. the cops when they were puppet things, they were on waffle cones. I didn't realize that. I thought they were on like weird like poles. No, I believe they were on waffle cones. I wow. think that's sort of his thing: waffle cone decapitation. Structural uh, integrity of those waffles. With. You gotta admit. And, and I mean, I guess. Gotta the, give it to him for his craftsmanship. The way that He's he, a true artisan. The way that he makes his ice cream probably tells me, though, that those waffle cones probably have, like, what, human bones in them? Yeah, I think. <laughs> is that sort of. Is that what. Is it just powdered human? I have no idea. Because at some points he's got, like, full eyeballs in there. Yeah. But then no it seems notices. like he fully boils them down. Yeah, because there's another scene where, where there's he's like, like sifting through the... a toxic sludge with a diaphragm and jewelry and yeah. dentures like like teeth in it and stuff. It was weird. Logically inconsistent, illogical most of the time, uh, and like twelve movies sort of stitched together and into a very poorly edited, a Frankenstein, and like very poorly put together. I mean, I wish it was a little more zany, so or it, it could have been better. It, it sort yeah. of reminded me of. I'm sure there are people who love this movie mm-hmm. um, and I have not watched it in the last like forever, but the dentist it is a, another movie from around the same time. Like okay. Dr. Giggles is better than this movie. Cause it we watched leans today. a thousand yes. percent into just being kooky. And whereas this was, it didn't really know if it wanted to be serious or not. It felt like the scenes, there were like some very, hard hitting scenes like the parents fighting with each other it was like but they were you so having an affair are you having an affair like what is this doing in this uh, movie or, or the archangel speaking through the like there, there are these the like, parental subplots were very weird and all throwaways all of them were throwaways <laughs> it in uh, i don't know but i mean i guess we could get into it i guess so maybe it was sort of like you traditionally are looking at the movie and you're seeing the parents' story. So they're sort of showing you that through the kids' eyes, like what the kids are seeing of... Because all of those could have been a story of their own. Oh, yes. And they were... As soon as they were brought up, they were immediately discarded. Yeah. Essentially. (laughs) Really, we get more of the Big Brother's story than probably anyone. I I don't even fucking know. Like <laughs> we know what his whole business is from top to bottom. He's a disgusting guy who but I wants guess to be a cop. He's like kid movies like this always have the older brother character, right? Like this is this is stranger things. You've got kids well, on yeah. bikes, you've got yeah, it's, we've got to save our friend who's been I yeah. was going to say it's like it it is like yeah, because, yeah, or at least that's what it was trying to be. They're all very. It was similar, trying to be Silent Hill at points when they were in the the sanatorium. <laughs> this must have been pre Silent Hill, right? But it was still trying yeah. to be. <laughs> uh, um, it was like one of those like 
uh, the spirit of the killer is passed on through a legacy of like in the Saw movies where it's yeah. like people picking up the mantle. It's like a mob movie in the beginning, mm-hmm. which made no sense. No. It starts with the king of ice cream, who despite having a full ice cream parlor that is probably the size of a bowling alley, yes. also has the time to go around in his rinky-dink UPS truck that's painted blue. Okay, another question I had. Yes. So Nurse Warden. Mm-hmm. Was she married to the ice cream man I who was killed? It doesn't and make sense. And that's why she owns, like, she says that she's Gregory's landlord. Oh, you so know, like, it must she be. would own that. Okay, in the end, in the end, right, we see the ice cream man being wheeled in by the nurse. Yeah. To give ice cream. Oh my god, he wasn't even dead. He, he survived. Was, oh, I didn't even put that together. I, just I was put just that like, together. Did I was she like, dry, like, why is dress he, someone up? Why is he in this wheelchair? Yeah. Again, like um, like uh, uh, Red Dragon when he like glues the guy Francis <laughs> Freddie Lowndes to the chair. Hmm. Exactly the same. A million different movies. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It is directed by Paul Norman or Norman Epstein. He is a porn director. Known for <laughs> such smash hits as Hungry Holes, Cry Babies, Anal Scream, Sperm Bitches, and Paul Norman's Nastiest Orgies. I hate all of those names. I know. Those were just some choices. Cry Bitches? Cry Babies, Anal Scream, Sperm Bitches. How could I How could I? How could you possibly them? do that? Oh my god. Was written by Sven Davison and David Dobkin. So David Dobkin yes. is a producer and director. I was going to say that name seemed familiar he, to me, and they never do. He directed Shanghai Nights, Fred Claus, Wedding Crashers, and most recently that Netflix Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga with Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell. My jaw is on the floor. Mm-hmm. What? Someone needs to show him this movie and be like, do you see where you started? It all came from this poison tree. Yeah. <laughs> it stars Clint Howard as Gregory. He's in loads of things. Mm-hmm. He was in the first movie we ever talked about, Ticks. Oh, oh uh, yeah. I was going to say, I definitely recognize him. He's a prolific character actor. Yeah, and he's yeah. Ron Howard's brother. Oh, that makes so much sense. Justin Isfeld as Johnny. He's probably best known for being the MILF guy in the American Pie movies, like the guy who fucks the floor's mom. I don't know any of the kids' oh, names. Okay. So cool. it's fine. Uh, Andy McAfee as Heather, the, okay. the girl. The girl. So yep. <laughs> she is a voice actor, and we would know her okay. as voicing such uh, characters from our youth as Ashley A from Recess. <gasps> Uh, Phoebe from Hey Arnold. She's also the announcer on The Soup. She's in video games Mass Effect, Saints Row, Final Fantasy Thirteen. The announcer on The Soup? Yeah. Well, I mean, in addition to all of the things, Ashley A. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. <laughs> it is. Wow. Very interesting. Then so, like, she pretty much went right movie. from being, like, she was a child and then mm-hmm. she started voice acting. So that's really, her entire career has been voice acting. For hey the man, most part. Great fucking job. Iconic jo- roles, all of them. Yeah. Jojo Adams as Tuna or Chris. Okay, so they only say his last name a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- his last name is Casera. So his name is Tuna Casera. But also they like, call him Chris. Like his parents call him Chris. Like Tuna Casserole? Yes. Ugh. Uh, Mikey LeBeau as Small Paul, who looked... Okay, when I say that he looks 
both like exactly like Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm. and exactly like you when you were a child. Yes, he does. You got that sort of like small blonde uh, with glasses, rounded features, rounded features, but not like a little face. angel. Yeah, yeah, just like a little angel baby. Yes, I I certainly was, <laughs> and now I am not. Andrea Evans as Wanda. She's like soap opera royalty. She played Tina Lord on One Life to Live Forever. She was on The Bold and the Beautiful. And perhaps she's best known as the witch psychic doll lady from Passions. Nice. Yeah. Is this is this the uh, woman who the dad had the affair with? Yes. Okay. I'm Wanda. glad I knew immediately when you said the name. <laughs> and then it has like... A fair amount of relatively known names in these like side characters. Yeah, I'm excited. Like Sandal Bergman uh, plays Tuna's mom. She's okay. in Kona or Conan, uh, Red Sonia, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh. Uh, Olivia Hussey from Black Christmas and Romeo and Juliet as Nurse Wharton. I knew she was familiar. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was Black Christmas. I can't, again, yeah. like, how could you? Wow. Okay. David Warner from Scream 2, Titanic, and In the Mouth of Madness as Heather's dad. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent, star of Airwolf and Rick Rick and Morty reference, is one of the detectives. Whoa. <laughs> David Naughton from An American Werewolf in London is Tuna's dad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then again, there were so many characters in this. There were a lot of characters. Every like everyone's parents were in it. I think other than a very maybe low body count was small relatively. Paul's parents in? No, no, weird. They didn't even show anyone concerned that that kid was missing. For yeah, days, other than the kids. Yeah, and then um, ugh, just so weird. Yeah, so it starts with the mob scene, which is weird, inexplicable because it's immediate. All it is old style car. It's all in black and white with red credits. Old yeah. style car with fins on it drives up with a Tommy gun, shoots the shit out of the ice cream man who seemingly gets out of the van solely to, be to shot. get shot. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, hey, boys. <laughs> and then they shoot him full of lead. And then uh, a small and child. T- takes, Gregory comes out and he's like, oh, no. He takes the ice cream out of the seemingly dead man's hand. Who will bring me ice cream now? <laughs> Exactly. What a fucking... And then we cut to modern times Mm -hmm. with adult Gregory and his ice cream truck. Yeah. We meet our main characters, Tuna, Johnny, Heather, the Rocketeers. Which is barely mentioned and slightly It just lacks the charm to be like a kid's movie like that. Like it wants to be like a Spielberg. They set off a single rocket... And it's, like, close to the end of the movie. Yeah. So there's no, like, hey, guys, we're all getting together to get ice cream and then shoot rockets off. You know what no. I mean? So it's inexplicable. And so much of that stuff they just, like, don't show. Like, there's one point when they put on their little rocketeer costumes, yeah. and it just shows them in it. it I, like, I didn't know this was, it. like, a thing that I they was did. like, are they junior Black Panthers? Just because they called each other rocketeers? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, and, well, at the beginning, too, they introduce this character, Roger. Mm-hmm. And we follow him as he like goes to the ice cream truck. Uh, what I loved about that, he's playing some sort of bizarre video game on his television, but with a mouse and keyboard. Hmm. And it's like he's looking out the window of an airplane, like it's like an air passenger simulator or something. If you know what this video game is, tell me, because I want to know. Yes. Because it looked 
super fucking boring. And his mom is like, where are you going? He's got to go get his orange icicle thing. Yeah. Which, okay, another inconsistent thing. Mm -hmm. So he, like Gregory gets all creepy with this kid because this kid didn't say please. Mm -hmm. Um, No one else says please. In fact, Tuna, the next kid, is extremely rude to him and yes. does not get the same sort of, like, threats. I Okay, and then from the way that Tuna was presented in this opening shot, I was like, Tuna's going to be the main, like, bully antagonist of this movie. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the secondary antagonist. You would think so. Because he was such an asshole. But apparently not. <laughs> like, he does the order for all of the Rocketeers. I guess. And it shows the ice cream, and it's got, like, roaches in it. Like, live roaches on their backs. Yeah. There's blood all over it. It's uh, weird. And he, then we meet he, Small Paul. He pushes the all the change into, like, a, a bucket, and there's live mice in it. Yes. Doesn't make sense. It's, yeah. And there's also maggots in there, too, I think. Yeah. I think it was just a bunch of gross stuff. Oh! It doesn't nasty. It truly doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, you know, I don't know about you, but whenever I have seen a roach, it oh, well, has been know, upside down there, on its back alive and directly in the center of whatever food. There is that extremely uh heavy handed sort of like Pied Piper comparison throughout oh the whole movie. Oh my god. That doesn't so I think work. those mice are probably to do with that. I guess. But, it, like, that metaphor barely works. And the, the children aren't, like, mice in this scenario. They're, like, cockroaches. I, maybe. maybe? <laughs> I don't know. They're paying him. So It's also unclear how long he's been doing this. Because he seems to just, like, suddenly snap. Yes. <laughs> the, like, throughout this whole thing, it's like there's, like, a bunch of... Well, I guess maybe he snaps in the next... Like, after the next scene. Because yeah. he sees the garbage picker. I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, you'd think he would see way more things. Like, a toothpick would be equally as... Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So... We meet um, Small Paul. He's reading the Pied Piper. Which is, like, a book that is, you know, way too young for him. In the background, it's just showing, like, this creepy groundskeeper guy sort of, like, coming close to him. Like, he's gonna kidnap or molest this kid. And there's, like, this dirge music... Uh, but then his the rest of the Rocketeers show up and the creepy guy is scared away. And then they, well, only briefly. Because yes. then they all go sit on that, what is that spinny thing called? It's like a carousel, like one of those like, yeah, things. Yeah, it has a name, but I can't think of it because I'm old and my brain doesn't work. It's one of those circles with a central like thing in the middle, like pivot, and you lie on it and it spins really fast. And it makes a great slow motion scene in a independent movie from the mid-2000s. Yes, despite the fact that they are a health risk and probably don't exist after the 90s, I, don't I would know. assume. So the three of them all sit head to head while discussing the book. And the groundskeeper comes yeah. along to tell them that all the kids in the Pied Piper drowned. Yes. And... Uh, while he's while he's uh, turning it for on their behalf, which is nice of him, I guess. But like, what the fuck, dude? And Tuna gets a line in where he says, "Nah, the kids always get away," which you would think would be tongue in cheek, but the kids all do get away. I was rooting for child death in this I, movie. At least one, right? At least one. I fully thought that the first kid was dead. Hmm. But I guess Gregory's whole philosophy is he makes the kids happy. Yeah. Uh, and that kid is like hanging out in the park. Yeah, afterwards he wasn't hanging the with dark. them. Very strange because it goes from the th- the the three or four of them yeah, hanging and they, out. Well, they try and like shoehorn in that plot if he wants to be a rocketeer, 
at the end don't and in they? the middle oh the do fun- they? like when uh tuna finds him or whatever he's like uh, oh you know maybe we'll have an opening oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. Paul's dead that's true that's true yeah which is strange but yeah he's suddenly he's there the rocketeers are gone and gregory's having flashbacks to the old days in the loony bin where he would get green goo injected into his brain like a chemical lobotomy it looked like avocado mousse it did look like avocado like it was that exact color green it seemed to be pretty thick um i guess for a lot of the ice cream in this movie they used mashed potatoes I thought that they did. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, specifically in the scene where it's like from his POV while he's in the sanatorium and he's getting fed it by the nurse. I yeah. was like, that's mashed potato. Um, I know me, mashed potato. And then Gregory kills Nurse Wharton's dog. Because it was barking at him? Yeah. And he uses uh, one of those push pop popsicles, but it's got like a weapon in it. Yeah. But then that never comes back. And then he like... Grinds, grinds it, it into his ice cream yeah despite all the hair i don't know whatever uh johnny's family is super waspy his brother wants to be a cop blah 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 and he's like uh you know i'm gonna shoot people shoot basically ask and, questions later and his his dad is eating dinner in his work clothes <laughs> like a suit and tie and what is wrong with maybe you? it's like he just got home and he like expects dinner to be on the table. But the mom was dressed up too. She had like little hair accessory things. It just seemed crazy to me because when I'm wearing a suit and I get home after a long day, the rare times where I have to wear it for a long time, uh, the first thing I'm like, I need to throw this into a fire. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, I don't know. I've never really had to do that. Maybe he's a suit guy. Maybe he is a suit guy. I shouldn't judge him. I'm so sorry. What's his face from that thing? Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> then the, the, the mom exactly gets a call uh, that Roger didn't get home that night. Roger mm-hmm. being the kid for the beginning. Um, and there's a foreshadowing line where the dad says the patients have taken over the asylum. Yep. <laughs> um, Gregory dreams more about his time there. There's a clown and Nurse Warden shoves ice cream in his face. Which is the mashed potatoes. They go see Tuna's dad mm-hmm. who gets a call from Wanda, his mistress, okay. to bring that plot into it. This was very confusing because so they the family gets the call, uh, whatever his face is missing. Yeah, you're not going out in the dark anymore, Mister. And your cop wannabe white supremacist brother is going to take you to the movies tomorrow. <laughs> but then actually, he takes all of the Rocketeers to the movies. Yeah, he just drops them off. But then he they care. don't go to the movies. They go to Tuna's dad's office, which apparently is an obelisk manufacturing <laughs> consortium. He's a bank banker because when he and the mom are fighting uh she says i called the bank today that's true yeah yeah very strange because he's he's the president of the bank his office has no windows and like i said filled with obelisks (laughs) very strange i thought he was like an architect or something and this whole time gregory's just like driving around the Mm -hmm. neighborhood uh, he ends up getting flagged over by Tweedledee and Tweedledum, the including Jim Michael detectives. Vincent, the two detectives, um, to ask him if he's seen the missing kid. There's Okay, so here's a large portion of where this movie is inconsistent and yes. doesn't make sense, because they order some Rocky Road, and all of the ice cream is fully disgusting. There's, like, blood. This is the Goo. skin ice cream. Ew. 
It's like Halloween props. He's picking it up with his hands and like shoving it. It yeah. looks disgusting. There's no way someone wouldn't notice the taste. Well, he anything. also uses a cherry core and cores the what we presume to be Roger's eye- eyeball out of it. Yeah, but it's the groundskeeper. Yes. Uh, and uh, he puts it, he just sticks it in with his finger in there. And like later when the detective's eating it, we get a close-up like shot. chewing it. And he's like... Like, what did you think it was? Did you think it was a cherry? I, I bet know. it didn't taste like one, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> the kids all gather for their ice cream mm-hmm. when out comes Wanda in her nightgown to hit on Gregory for some reason. Because she just can't quit. I guess. she's She'll hit on any, any, any. He's like the milkman. I guess. But the ice cream. I want a gallon of ice cream. Any time. I'm not going to give you a specific time. Stop by whenever. And then the ki- when she leaves, the kids say she stinks. Weird. Yeah. I didn't catch that. That's gross. So much of this movie is just people considering their ice cream order. And, like <laughs> 20 minutes of this yeah. movie. Um, uh, oh, I guess we'll have plain. <sighs> so stupid. Like, oh, what, what cone do you want? What do you, oh, no, I'm changing my order. Actually, yeah. I want this instead. And then the other thing that was weird... So amongst many, no, the one, the one thing that was weird yeah. in this entire fucking movie, uh, small Paul is the only one to not order ice cream. Yeah. He ordered a fudgesicle, but he's like, he, he and Gregory are the ones that have this affinity kinship, for ice cream, yeah. strange kinship. And yet mm. he doesn't order it himself. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to fucking tweet at the guy who wrote this. Uh, what, uh, and then it's like Heather's mother speaking in tongues, I mm-hmm. think, which is a weird tilt. Oh. The Archangel Gabriel speaking tongues he, for her. So apparently the father is the priest of the town, which we yeah. do. I didn't pick up. He's English. She, she is speaking in tongues or, well, yes, like you said, the archangel is speaking through her. And the dad has, like, a giant, and I mean truly giant, like one of those Pixar lamps. It's got to be, like, three feet wide. <laughs> and he's, like, holding like it over, over her, her head because the angel needs it, I, I guess. guess. It's like a halo. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a very fruitful conversation because hu- humans can't uh, understand the language of angels. So I don't really understand why we keep trying to fucking listen to it. <laughs> oh, you know me. Some mysteries may never be on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> yeah, we should just appreciate the Angels song Yeah, when, when it comes. <laughs> anyway, So now that Heather's home, this leaves Paul, Tuna, and Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're like walking home when they hear the ice cream truck again. And Paul is like, yeah, I want some. Yeah. Well, finally, you we know, already had some. He does but... say his favorite is Brickle, Butter Brickle. He does, but he didn't order it. Exactly. He, Gregory can tell. That that's his favorite, because, which impresses him. Because he's like doing this little dance, yeah. Gregory. Well, and that's the thing, like the dance is what creeps him out. Because originally he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna devour more ice cream after already having ice cream today. Oh, and Paul gives his literal full backstory. This is yes. why I'm so small. I was sick and stuff and I couldn't go outside. And then Gregory's like, Wow, you me, same. Exactly. Yeah, We're the same guy, basically. And then his like pokey his pipe stick thing falls out. Paul sees it, and then he knocks Paul out and brings him into the truck. 
just as tuna is arriving and he sees this and then like a running a running gag ha 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 and this whole thing is that because tuna is so disgusting and fat yeah uh he can't run or bike or anything he's always like 15 minutes behind the rest of them can't run from the ice cream man stupid it's so stupid he These runs. are their asshole friends. Yeah. Let me just leave Tuna behind, even though he's the one who times. orders. Like he leaves Heather later, right? I hate like it. This is so stupid. And he runs right into the missing Roger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, okay, I guess whatever. I already sort of forgot this kid existed. Yes. At this point, and then he comes back later. Uh, anyway, Tuna goes back to his house to tell his parents, and mm-hmm. this is when they have that like weird fight with like lip close up. I know you weren't at the bank. Yeah, and it's like exactly like a Jonathan Demi like lip focus, like right on their lip. And why? What does this bring to the scene? Nothing. And they're like, "Tuna, you old, you old frick, get get up to your room." And then his and, dad sees the ice cream man outside, and he's like, "What the hell is that ice cream dork doing out this late? Girl, are you spying on your son, my, my well, guy?" Okay. Here's what I think happened. Okay, he did not see Tuna, but he knew that Tuna was there because Tuna left his converse red converse sneaker like like out like yeah, so was, converse sponsored this movie that makes sense because so everyone was a wearing a lot of them. shoe shots yes so uh his mom when he comes into the house is like you gotta leave your shoes outside because you're so gross and he does so the ice cream man doesn't really know it's his house but he sees the shoes and assumes that it's him and then he leaves ice cream and worms in them for the next day and when his mom sees that while they're going shopping she's just like these shoes are so nasty what did you do to them (laughs) how is the ice cream still frozen and then they go to the grocery store and um hmm. first of all she's wearing an amazing matching suit outfit with giant shoulder pads it is this beautiful like butternut squash soup color yeah uh she's like an 80s even though it's the 90s woman. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Uh, chain chain purse. And she's like, okay, my disgusting son, here's your half of the shopping list. You go pick all this shit out for me. And of course, Gregory's there following him around. And uh, but like once make, he figures out that it is. Because he's like, he know. looks at the shoes and he's like, they're not the same shoes. But then he realizes because Tuna runs away from him. And there's this like five minute long, like, will they or won't they? Tuna it's becomes the invisible. of suspenseful. Yeah. Tuna is apparently invisible to all adults. I guess maybe it represents sort of like how you feel when you're in a grocery store as a kid, like where you're running, like hey, hiding in the racks of clothing. Home stores, Alone maybe? did it better, way better. A department better? store truly would have been better. And then he yes. could have hidden like the racks of clothes that like makes a little bit more sense. I guess. I mean, it was also strange because, like, Gregory is buying, like, 12, like, cartons of milk. Mm. He doesn't have a wholesale store? I guess not. Mm. And he, Gregory gets stopped by this woman asking about lipstick color, yeah. which was weird. Does it match? You know, I had my seasons done, but last time I wore it, I looked like a clown. Covered in uh, cherry syrup. Oh, cherry syrup's great. You look great. You should buy a lot of them. Buy a dozen. Hmm. Hmm. Tuna ends up hiding out this, like, vegetable cart that the person wheeling it apparently doesn't notice. Again, like I said, he's invisible. And then he goes and hides amongst the meat. And the vegetable cart moves so slowly. Yeah, there's no way that person didn't know that that kid was... Yeah, right? Especially... Ugh, God, it's so annoying. Yeah, he runs into the meat, and then the guy is like, 
don't worry about it. Yeah. I honestly thought it was a guy from the park. And then he tells his mom that it was the ice cream man. <sighs> One sec. We, uh, to rewind just a bit, while he's running through the store, he comes across a woman who is wearing the exact same suit and purse combination, and her hair is identical. <laughs> and I, a matching pat with the shoulder pads and the purse yeah. and the hair. Cool. cool. Pretty rough. She, like, if she was wearing jeans and a t-shirt, maybe. But she was basically wearing the opposite. She might as well have been wearing a ball gown. You know what I mean? <laughs> For how much it stood out. Um, so the cops all roll up to Gregory's with a warrant to do an investigation and they go inside and they just start tearing shit up. They like have an ax and they're just destroying. They don't search the the truck at all. Which I also noted. And it's unknown. Unknown reason. This is weirdly prescient where we just have the cops going in intentionally fucking shit up for no, like they knock over the kid is not very bumbling. The kid is not hiding in a jar full of of candy. Yeah. Candy that you knocked over on the floor (laughs) and they knock over like a whole thing of like, uh, uh, prickle or whatever it is he was saying. You get the Chekhov's gun of the grinder thing, which is like spinning around super fast. They use it as a churner, but when he's talking to the cops, he says he uses it to grind nuts. Yeah. Why would you need that many nuts? They knock down all of his ice cream, man. Mr. Brickle, uh, memorabilia yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's heartbroken. He starts getting a little bit like more panicky when mm-hmm. that stuff starts happening. Um, they don't find anything. So they're like, okay, like, let's go. Uh, well, you've ruined children's happiness because <laughs> like, it's going to take me a long time to recover from this. I was just getting started. You <laughs> fucking assholes. Nurse I- Wharton thinks that they're there about her missing dog. Oh yeah. And then there's the... Oh, some really nice sun or uh, daisies you got here. They're all plastic daisies. Yeah. Hundreds of them. Uh, how do you get them to look so nice? I chop up policemen and use them as fertilizer. I mean, word, solidarity. Yeah. But <laughs> and they think that this is suspicious. So they are going to run a background <laughs> check on him. Um, Gregory turns his little grinder on and yep. then he goes to get Paul who is hidden in this attic thing which they if they can fuck up the rest of this place they are literally like look for any false walls or hidden yep. anything any hollow walls bust them in destroy this place but they don't destroy the one place where the child is and the child doesn't well, yell okay. out he's, he's not gonna hurt the kid that's true he's just gonna show him ice cream they and, have a kinship and stuff Paul asks him if he's having a bad day because mm-hmm. not every day can be a happy, happy, happy day. It's true. I never thought of it like so that. So it gives before. him some butter brickle floor ice cream and really melty and gross. And then there's, which he put into the cone with his hand, yeah. like always. Then he sort of leans against the nut chopper and just sort of leans into it. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to turn it on and kill himself. And I was like, okay, like, like maybe that's how it went. Strange maybe. turn, but. Uh, no, he's just sort of leaning into it and then leaning back, leaning into it, leaning back, leaning into it, leaning back. And then the rest of the kids are at church. Yes. And, and then I was like, giving a sermon. Oh, he's the priest. It's very ethereal. He has stigmata. <laughs> like, she talks in tongues. He has stigmata. Literal stigmata. Yeah. Nonsense. I mean, I guess, I guess immediately after he reveals that he has stigmata, everyone gets up and leaves. But at the same time, later, the cops are so like, it's the reverend, better not piss him off because he's a respected church leader or whatnot. 
The kids all go back to hang out. Heather reads the mm-hmm. Pied Piper, and then they hear the ice cream truck driving by. And then this is one of the weird cuts where it just cuts to them at night, oh. and they've got their little outfits on. They've got these rockets. It's like they've created this whole plan that we're not privy to. Like, it reminded me of Silver Bullet when... It needed one of those montages where exactly. it's like, we're slapping down blueprints, and it's like like in Lost Boys. Where exactly. Holy water. We're, so. we're getting... Because they all have, like, walkie-talkie headsets on and berets and matching bicycles and, like, all of this stuff. One of them has a rocket mounted to the front of his bicycle. Yep, tuna. So it's like, what... They follow Gregory carrying some shit out into the woods. Mm -hmm. They think it's a body, but it's just ice cream. It's in a weird ice cream carrying case that for some reason he has in a garbage bag that he cuts open with a knife. But at the same time, it's obvious it's not a body because he's carrying it with ease. And when he's cutting it, it sounds like it's like a, you know what I mean? Like a hollow trunk. Yeah, like a box. Yeah. And he has this whole conversation with himself. Well, because as it turns out, He's at a graveyard. Yes. It's the grave of the the ice cream king. So he leaves, and of course, when the kids go investigate, they see that it's just like an ice cream shrine yeah. to the dead ice cream. 12 guy. ice cream cones. That, that, well, I did like this nice touch where there are ice cream cones in the, the plant holders, like the valises. Uh-huh. I like that. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Gregory goes to Wanda's house mm-hmm. to peep through her windows and Johnny and Heather follow him there. But yes. Tuna hasn't caught up yet because he is far behind and just disappears of, all of the time. Because he's so out of shape. Uh, so they split up, of course. What? Who cares? You know what? Tuna is known for doing this. <laughs> Cut him some fucking slack and you two stay around and investigate. But no. No. Uh, she Heather goes in there. She All starts taking flash photography. Which you can see from sees. a mile away. Uh, and then, uh-oh, what's going to happen? She's oh. taking pictures of all the blood and gross and the, scuzz. Yep, and then it cuts back to the boys running into the cops and shooting, shooting the rocket. For no reason. <laughs> the second the second the car falls onto the road, he shoots the rocket at it, and the cop's like, that kid's got a gun. Which, I mean, hey, great cop acting, because that's exactly what they do. But Yeah, and then... Another huge gap, like they tell the cops whatever mm-hmm. Heather's missing, and then the cop goes to her house. Her dad's like, "No, she's upstairs sleeping." And he's and like, "Go check on is. her." Well, what happened? And then there's this fake out where he goes to check, she's not sleeping there. <gasps> but then he remembers this is a fucking bunk bed, <laughs> of course. And then he checks the top bunk, and she's yeah. in there. But she's fully kitted out in her her rocketeer uniform. She's got the pictures. Somehow she snuck back inside. Yep. Somehow she got away from the van. Yep. And then the the, the dad's like, she's upstairs sleeping soundly. Please attend my next sermon. It'll be on trust. They traded, like her and Johnny traded bikes, which you would think would come back. Like, oh, he knew that the bike was, he saw the bike yeah. at the thing. So he thinks it's Johnny who was at the ice cream truck. Because that, but it was that's Heather. what happened with the shoes. Yeah. He's perceptive enough with these shoes, but not anyways. And then like, um, also when the cop is leaving, he's like, darn it. Like, I wish she was abducted and murdered, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. The next day, she brings a film to get developed. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of funny scene, I guess, where the kid she's talking to keeps looking behind him to get the prices. He's like, he's like acting like a know-it-all, but then he doesn't know it. It's like very, um, uh, what's that one where Jack Black plays like a DJ, a record store? Doesn't matter. I'm not sure. 
cut it off. I'm not. I'm not John familiar with my yeah. John Cusack, mm-hmm. not Jack Black. So high fidelity. It's high fidelity. Okay, <laughs> it's like he's the high fidelity of. Sorry, I was. Try, that's fine. The only thing that's I could fine. think of was School of Rock, yes. and I was like, I don't think he's a DJ. And is that's he? why I was like, obviously, Christopher, get this right off the bat. We're super into this, and I just realized we forgot to shut a fan off. So my apologies if you can hear it. Yes, but whoopsie. Uh, it's too hot to do it without it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> so uh, Heather makes this connection mm-hmm. between the Pied Piper and the Ice Cream Man. Uh, Johnny's brother comes in and gets mad that they took his camera and filmed to the development place yeah. because Where's he's been boom? taking sexy pictures. Where he's been stooping his Janet's. young lady. Yeah. Uh, Gregory goes and spies on Wanda, who's just finishing up with Tuna's dad. She's smooching him. She, I, one of them is lying on the diving board of her pool. <laughs> Very strange. I would not want to lie on one of those. They're all like... Have you ever been on one? They're like that super grainy, yeah. gritty. And he kills uh, Tuna's dad. Yes. He, uh, With he, a waffle iron, right? He blocks the driveway, and Tuna's dad is like, get that hunk of junk out of there. And then he opens the door and clamps a waffle iron around his face. Uh-oh. That would suck. Then he makes a delivery uh, to... It must have been a silver waffle iron. <laughs> he makes a delivery to the mistress, and uh, is like, oh, yeah, it's a spe- special delivery. And when he shows it to her, it is head on a cone, head on a giant waffle cone. It, she screams and he stabs her in the head, yeah. neck, I guess. And ah! Johnny is and his girlfriend or not Johnny, uh, his yep. brother, Jacob, uh, Jacob uh, get to the photo place as the pictures of them are printing in the window in the window boning and then seems like a huge privacy violation to me but what do i know it changes to the cooler photos and they start screaming yeah Uh, but then later they're like we don't have any proof exactly so infuriating (laughs) you would think that one when they're saying where's the film she heather just gives up the ticket she's not like we use the rest of the pictures to prove that the and ice the cream cops are already somewhat suspicious. Exactly. I don't know. It's very frustrating. Uh, cut to Gregory mm-hmm. showing Paul how to make ice cream, and they start giggling together. Would you like to stir? He's got this secret yeah. ingredient, which is powdered people. Yeah, uh, soiling green. You're sort of getting that Paul may have been indoctrinated here or something. Well, Uh-oh. they're both like laughing about the people ice cream. <laughs> like that. Just yeah. like Dr. Giggles, but worse. Like yeah. Dr. Like it's obviously riffing on Dr. Giggles, but, but like, no. It's nonsensical. And Dr. Giggles is pretty bad. And this is like very bad. Well, Dr. Giggles at least was like entertaining. This was like a chore to get through. There were it was. When, there were times. Yeah. There were times we you paused it halfway through, and I had fully thought that the movie was going to end in twenty minutes. I was like, "This has been on for a full <laughs> hour." Obviously, no. So, also while this is happening, we get the shot of Gregory going through this like gray goo, people goo, I guess. Yeah, and it's got the diaphragm in it and a bunch of jewelry and teeth and stuff. Um, then, which he then decorates this little like thing and I don't know I couldn't tell what half the shit in this movie was. The cops finally go to the sanitarium. Mm-hmm. It's weird. 
they're happy, 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 and what have you. Um, and it is literally like a bad video game level. There are hundreds of patients yeah. in bright white, but then very dirty gowns. The doctor is obviously kooky and crazy and not quite right. And once they leave his office, it's like the entire place is like a burned out The patients husk. are running the asylum. Oh, no. Oh, no. We got to get... And then it is... Like, this must have been 15 minutes long of them slowly, like, moving Oh, yeah, this scene was way too long. There's a guy hanging from the ceiling. That was the director in a cameo. Oh, great. Made perfect sense. <laughs> Lots of graffiti. Most of which, I guess, was already there because it was a real abandoned asylum. Okay. And then uh, they, they see a guy strapped to the table talking about how... Yeah, and he's the actual doctor we know from the Oh, yeah. The flashbacks. There are no happy days. Yeah. I didn't put that together. But yeah, apparently all these people have been living there. Fine. Four years. I don't know where they're getting food from. Remember, only happy days. A bad day, gentlemen. A very bad day. And then they leave with zero, zero, Nothing. zero urgency. Like, like <laughs> the one guy was the worst. He was literally just like walk, 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 yeah. walk. Well, it's because that was Jan Michael Vincent. Oh. I think it was supposed to be like he's too cool to be like upset by this. It reminded me of that scene in Ocean's Eleven where they're stealing the EMP bomb from the University of California, and there's like, because because he's like. You see a shot of the other cop in the parking lot. It is, and this is weird too. Yeah. This was a long shot. It was. It start the cop running out of the sanatorium, Getting coming to his car, saying, thing. we need help. Them saying, we don't know where this is. We've never heard of it before. Then it pans up to Jan Michael Vincent firing his gun in what looks like a library or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Two seconds later, he just comes strolling out. out. Oh, yeah. Even though it's on the other side of the building. And he's just like, stay back. I have a gun. (laughs) And then they leave all in one shot. Why did you waste so much effort doing this useless scene? I have no idea. But but then right after that, it goes, it again, doesn't show us. It's just the kids happen upon Gregory in the street bizarre driving towards them so, like they're out at night again on another one of their patrols i guess yeah uh and then the, heather's like he's gonna run us over so we better prometheus run or bike straight down the street instead yeah. of going on the lawn but because Tuna's so slow he's able to catch him and he, he just locks him in a freezer pulls him lifts him off his bike tuna's gone now tuna on ice <laughs> frozen tuna, tuna. Ice. what did he say i'm trolling for tuna yes or something? yes Ha-ha. He did it. The kids get back to Johnny's mm-hmm. just as Jacob and Janet are also there. They're fixing their, what, Thunderbird? His it's want- a muscle car. His wannabe cop brother is just going to go shoot Gregory. You guys cried wolf too many times. I've got a gun. I've got a friggin' the radio and a siren and what? The siren that never... the badge. They never used either of them. And he never even uses the gun. While they're doing this... Uh, Gregory's like fully indoctrinating mm-hmm. Paul into the ice cream man religion. Yes. Uh, He's yeah. like showing him the 
the pictures. The picture of Mr. Burkle. Yeah, so stupid. And then what the kid's like, you're like the Pied Piper. Yeah. You take away all the bad and you all leave only the good. And I love you. The gang shows up. Jacob goes in and he walks mm-hmm. right past Gregory. It's like a succession. He's looking at shit on the wall, which, yeah. you know, a, that's that's what a good cop does. He doesn't slice the pie <laughs> when he enters a room. He yeah. doesn't he doesn't clear the scene, check behind the door. No, he looks at all the clown masks on the walls. And then Gregory dons his disguise yes. to go back out to the car just to kill the girlfriend. What's up, baby? Heather and Johnny run and they find the dead deputies. Yes. And Gregory does a little puppet show. Yes, an extended puppet show. I liked the... Uh, the effects were pretty good. Yes, the heads looked real-ish. And, well, there's one joke in this whole fucking movie that I loved. Because one of the cop heads, Gregory, makes a joke with the cop head and then he's like, I didn't know cops had such good humor. Like the ice cream company. Mm. Yeah. So I was like... And then he said something about heart which is their logo. And I was like, well, there must be a million. I bet one of the kids last name is like fucking Briars or something, <laughs> but I don't care because it's garbage. It shows Paul have like a changing of heart as he sees the gang arrive. Yeah. Oh no. A little melt in the creepy facade. His ice cream melts. <laughs> and then nurse warden comes out and Gregory covered in blood. Yeah. Gregory says they're playing hide and go seek. Oh, okay then. That's fine. That's lovely. So then when the kids run up to mm-hmm. the house, she brings them in to hide them, but she doesn't actually hide them. Ha, ha, ha. Um, the detectives pull up. Tuna somehow escapes the freezer. I don't know how he broke the Me lock. Me neither. Because there's a full chain around the entire thing. Exactly. Like, it showed him lifting it up, but I thought it showed his, like, hand covered in icicles, so he was, like, freezing to death. But then he's just out of the freezer. He's resilient, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It didn't make any sense. Uh, and the detectives are like, warrant or no warrant. We're going in. We got three missing kids. Yeah. And then, so, like, Gregory just grabs Tuna. Yes. And brings him into the truck and starts force feeding him ice cream. Yes. But. Against the window. Well, the nasty. cops are just standing outside, the detectives. You better let the kid go. I mean, we're not going to try to open any doors or anything, and it's fairly clear that you don't have any weapons because you're just cramming ice cream down this kid's throat (laughs) and then gregory jumps down on top of them and knocks them out yeah he throws tuna out gets on top of the ice somehow did i say gregory whatever it doesn't yeah it was amazing so he goes inside to get the kids Mm -hmm. and then paul rips down the portrait of the ice cream man he's like hey this was weird follow me i guess it was sort of like friday the 13th part twoing but like um or bud was it Pied Pipering. True. In a very stupid, non-way well, that didn't make wouldn't sense. Wouldn't it make sense if there was like the like the jingling music behind it yes. or something to sort of like anything drive that else, metaphor home? Anything else other than the kid holding a flashlight against this guy's portrait and being yeah. like, look, I'm alive now. Uh, and then Gregory has flashbacks his time at the sanitarium. Mm-hmm. Paul uh, gets him to follow him to the aforementioned grinder. And then he plugs it in. And he gets all and he gets sucked, sucked in, in. And it explodes in slow motion. Who's the Pied Piper now, ice cream dick? Who's the Pied Piper now, ice cream dick? Says Paul. Very strange. It's a great... I don't know why they had to add the little bit at the end. Because yeah. that's a good ending for him. Ice cream dick doesn't learned, really make any sense. He finally learned how to stand up for himself. Well, so you think. Yeah. Uh, and when the, all the cops come, uh, we get uh, Nurse What's-Her-Face. Where's my dog? Like, hey, have you seen Gregory? She would also be arrested? 
You would think. She definitely would. Especially after everything they learned in the asylum. Yeah. Participating in this, like, know. sham charade asylum. Cut to the future with the Rocketeers mm-hmm. all together, including Roger from the beginning, who I forgot existed. Yes, Tuna's thin now. Yeah. And then it showed, he took the pillow out exactly. from under his shirt. It was, it, was a so, pillow. it was so obvious. It was, like, painfully obvious. It was like they just inflated his shirt. And then it shows Paul is now in an asylum, churning ice cream. Whoa, 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 what? Because he's nuts now. I guess. I didn't like this movie, which is weird because it, I thought I wanted to see it so bad. As a kid, uh, I just wish it was better. It was nonsense. Maybe you know what I like. We watched an old version of it. I wonder because I know a new, like a remastered one, came out a couple years ago. Um, I think in 2017. So okay. I wonder if it's like extended or something in some way. Maybe, I'll have to look into that and see if it like fills the gaps. That would be the only way that this could be acceptable because it was truly, I thought that this was like a family channel movie that had like commercial breaks. Yeah. It was so weird. <laughs> it was so strange. It jumped all over the place. Uh, Dr. Giggles, similar movie, also very bad, but much better. And there are no kids in it. All teens. Yeah, but they're teens so they can die. Yes. Because they're amoral. True. Whereas these children do not die. I'm mm. not saying I wanted to see them die. I'm just saying I wanted there to be consequences for their tomfoolery. Yeah. I don't know. Especially coming off our last movie, Demon Knight, that was so good. Mm-hmm. And from like the same time, it was yes. just weird. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. I feel like we talked about it a lot at the top because how could you not? Yeah. I was so excited to be like, this movie doesn't make any sense. Um, Our Six Degrees of Jamie Lee is Clint Howard Mm -hmm. was in Rock and Roll High School. Of course. With PJ Souls, who's in Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Well, yeah, Halloween got delayed until next year. A pushback a whole year. Disappointing. Yes. But what are you going to do, I guess? Wait another year. I'm sure that they'll do the same thing with Candyman. I'm so pissed because everything I've seen for that looks so I know. It's just going to be a shitty... So, like, I think, honestly, the last movie that we'll have seen for the entire year is Invisible Man. Which is amazing. Because when did we see that? Early March. Ah. That's interesting. Late April? It was, like, sometime around there. I don't know. There's no way we could ever I can't remember the exact... release day no it doesn't matter i don't want to look it up yeah um socials yes uh you can follow us on instagram definitely first blood death first blood on twitter and you can email us definitely first blood at gmail.com also um this past week i started putting a few of the posters from our instagram hell yeah on my t public store you can find the link for that uh you can search scry wolf on t public and it should come up or there is links on our uh, Instagram. If you like. And it's only a few of the posters. Um, some of them are never going to become t-shirts because they just will never work. Yes. Um, but, but yeah. I don't know. If, if you love like the posters as much as I do, because I really like them, uh, and you should check them out if you haven't, you should uh, get one on a t-shirt. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Need to put air conditioning on.